What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Mama Me, the new and old. We're talking about the uh, NFL playoffs right now. Um, the um, it's gonna be crazy here next week, like in LA, yep. in the yep. bars and all that. I ain't going nowhere. You know, Super Bowl's there too. I know it's gonna be crazy then too. Mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna step foot in LA during them times. <laughs> it's gonna be too wild. Yeah, I'm sure it will be. Yeah. Dang, imagine if the Rams make it there. Yeah. I think they'd be the second second team to play in their home stadium because Tampa was the first ever to play in Super Bowl in their own stadium. Hmm. I think it would be a more crazy if 49ers win because there's some big-time hardcore 49ers fans here. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe coming from the Bay and they to be here. I guess I would say if either one of those two went all the way. Yeah, but LA's, the LA Rams is still kind of a new thing here. People haven't really, they don't have like a tradition well, with them yet, you know? No, right. There's right. fans that are fans of them, but they're not like, well, it's not like 49er fans. Because they used to, yeah, they were in um, St. Louis. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of Rams fans are either already St. Louis fans or they're bandwagon fans or they're just, like, warming up to the fact that they're the L.A. Rams now. Mm. Still, nobody <laughs> likes the Chargers, though. Nobody. nobody likes the Chargers. Nobody likes the Chargers. Mm. They should have never took them out of San Diego. Probably not. Because, like, they're in L.A., I guess, aren't they, right? Yeah, they're See, L.A. See, you don't even know. Like, nobody goes to the games. I don't know why they did that. Uh, money. Business-wise. Mm. The stadium, maybe. Yeah. Are they playing at the same stadium as the Rams play? I don't think so. No. I could be wrong, but I, I if they do, I don't know where else they play. I, I've, I have yet to meet somebody who's like, I'm going to a Chargers game. Mm. <laughs> That's just dumb. I don't know where they play. <laughs> I don't know nothing about them. Mm. So, we were just talking about the... I went to this event called Black Market. It's a big, like, almost like a... It's a pop-up shop market where um, they had a lot of black-owned businesses. And I was telling my mom about how people just complain about the prices. And I'm like, you realize you're going to an event to support black businesses that's what you're supposed to be doing you just came out here to meet people which people probably did I'm sure there's people that didn't buy anything and just sat there and watched mm-hmm. and walked around but it's too chaotic in there for me to just walk around I'm like I go in there and I look I do a quick scan I look at what I like and I go back to the booth and be like yeah let's talk to them about it and then sometimes I'll get like some cards from some places but I get what I want and then I get out of there Mm. Just too chaotic, too much, and that spot was like compared to the other spot. I thought this would be bigger because downtown L.A. It's at this like dome area where there's like a lot of like domes everywhere. I th- they had like an inside area. That place was bigger, but overall, it didn't feel bigger than 
the mm. other place. The other place felt a lot bigger. So do they just have it in all different places then? I guess so. Yeah, I've been following oh. for a while, but I haven't like really paid attention as much. But the last, last, I think for the most part, they're usually in Pasadena. Oh. But this time they went to, they went downtown. How far is Pasadena from L.A.? Um, depends on where you're at. Mm. For me, Pasadena is probably, without traffic, 30 minutes. With traffic, mm. about 45. Oh. Maybe more, maybe close to. It depends where in Pasadena. Um, from LA, so that's like going out to Trailinas. Kinda, yeah. From LA, without traffic, about thirty, forty-five. Same. But it depends where you're at in LA. Like I said, like mm-hmm. where I used to live, Pasadena was not that far. Probably like twenty minutes. Mm. It's right, like so. It's like, it, so I'm in the valley, it's Reseda, Van Nuys, um, North Hollywood, then from there it's Burbank, and then next to that you'll get Pasadena. Then if you want to get super confused, next to that is Altina or something like that, or Altadina or something like that. It's pretty much Pasadena with an A and an L in front of it. <laughs> like, who thought of that? I got a lot of um, Latino names. Yeah. For y'all cities there. I feel like you'd like um, Burbank, Pasadena. It's a lot, like, more spread out. Like, so it's not... There's still people there, like, a lot of people, but it's so... It's just a lot more spread out and open. Mm-hmm. I like it because it's just when you're in the city. I mean, you see it in my city, too, like where I live, too, but not like Pasadena and Burbank. You can really see the mountains. Oh. Hmm. So I like that. But, yeah, I got some T-shirts, some tea. Look like oh, meat. I thought you said cheese. No, tea. Oh, some herbal tea? Yeah. What's it for? Just just to drink? This one's just a Butter. drink. Um, this one's for, actually, this one, it is digestion, digestion and sleep and great for skin. Oh, that's, that's a good one. Yeah, and then, okay. let's see. This one's skin, nails, vitamin C. Hmm. You can smell it through the pack. It's really good. I can't smell it. Well, yeah, you can. Oh, this one doesn't show. I think this one's just a flavor. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering how long you was gonna take to get that. <laughs> Naya tea, if anybody's interested. Naya tea. I mean, you're not gonna be able to smell it, but she wants to just look at it. Look online, and I got a candle. A candle? Yep. Call it Escape. Oh, okay. It's from um, Relaxed and Restored. That's what it's called. Mm. Crafted in Inglewood. 
So are you getting all into your your uh, feng shui now, or are you just meditating? No, I just you I've should. always I've always liked um, candles. Try some yoga. And I've always liked candles, and I just got into tea, like drinking tea. But I like I don't want caffeinated tea. Are those caffeinated? No, they're not. No. I specifically asked him for non-caffeinated. But he has, like, when I went up there, he had a separator. So he had caffeinated on one side, and he had the other, like, herbal, earthy tea. Oh. And then I got some shirts. This one really got my attention. I like this. That's nice. Mm-mm-mm. It is mm. in the back. Can you read it? I have decided to stick with love. Hate is too great a burden. That's true. Yeah. It takes, it's just eat you up. Yep. That's yep. from. That and, and, and holding grudges and anger and jealousy, all that mess eats you up. Yeah. This place called LA Raw, and then this one's from Amore. It's a, it's just a hoodie. It's oh, Amore. I like the material of their their hoodies, and um, yeah, that's, I got that, and then I got a um a pizza. My my friend's uh boyfriend makes these pizzas called Stony Slice. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. It's infused, oh, man. it's infused, well, it, it can be infused with uh, weed, if you want. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I didn't get that, but you can oh. get it. And it's made in like a stone, what do they call them? Stone oven? Oh, stone, yeah, those yeah. make the best pizzas. They make the best crust. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, yeah, um... I don't know. I like doing that. I like finding... That sounds like a nice day to get it out and venture out and just check stuff out. Yeah. I need to start doing more of that. I was, yeah, I, I was bad when doing that because I was like, well, I don't want to do it by myself. And I'm like, well, forget it. Because if you wait on people, you're never going to go. Right. And you never know who you might meet when you're out there, you know? Yeah. There are some characters out there, I'll tell you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so we wanted to talk about... So what's where is that at? The, so there's some kids getting suspended? 500 kids getting suspended? Yeah. Let me see if I can pull that up. I think I actually saved it this time on your... Oh, on the, um, on the text message. I mean... That's between me. It was the, You put it on the one between me and me, you, and Traylena. Oh, okay. I'm on a different one. Oh, I might... Oh, okay. Let me see. <laughs> Let me see. Let me see. <laughs> Here it goes. Okay, so in Harrisburg... Harrisburg? Harrisburg, Pennsylvania... This lady is a new principal there. And when she came in, 
she can I her name's Lisa Love that's her name I guess I should just get out of it okay so she's the principal at the high school there and she noticed that um her kids were having issues with attendance they were coming to school but they weren't going to all their classes mm. and so she decided that because they had problems with attendance she was going to suspend them and it turned out it was like half the school it's a small school only thought well i guess that's not too small but a thousand kids so half of them got suspended by of course people were all pissed off about it but she was like well it's a waste of our time to have kids roaming the hallways and causing trouble and you know and stirring when we have kids that want to be here and want to learn mm. so they uh, the parents were all up in arms and stuff and it's like well you know it, it made the parents more aware that their kids are skipping all these classes so i guess it was a it was a successful thing that she did because the parents found out that their kids were skipping classes but you know here's my take on it my opinion on that is they were all mad about it and thought she was wrong for doing that and i don't think she was wrong at all hmm. i think she did a good thing suspending them they asked don't want to go to class make kick them out yeah you got to set a a, a president yeah but also every like now so much of these these parents are like you can't say nothing to my kid you can't do anything right. to my kid they don't hold their kid accountable for their actions right so it's just getting worse and worse it seems like yeah shoot uh, before i started school they were hitting kids with rulers and yeah I mean, and the, they were bad they were should do that. Should do that. <laughs> but they do need some discipline, and then they, you know, every time somebody disciplines them, their parents come running. And, Don't you talk oh, yeah. to my kid? Right. Yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, and that stopped the whole like neighborhood looking out for your kids too, because you used to be able to miss Miss yeah. Jones down the street. She gonna knock you upside your head. You messed up, and then tell your mama. And you get another book, and that don't happen no more. No. You you touch somebody's kid now, they want to put you in jail and everything else. Yeah. And then yeah. try to make it seem like their kid is innocent. Maybe bad little fuckers. <laughs> Tell you, it's always funny when I see them old psychopaths and on court, and they're locked up for killing multiple people. And their mom's mm. like, he's a really good kid. And like, somewhere around the long line, he wasn't good anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, why do they always say that? No, he's such a good kid. They always say that. Especially mothers, we all say that. Yeah, because sometimes it's blind to the yeah stuff. And a lot of sons keep that away from their mother. They don't. I never said that about Charlena when she get in trouble. <laughs> I said, oh, hell, she don't get fighting again. <laughs> Lots of, sometimes Trailina would be playing around and hurt somebody because she just didn't realize how strong she was. Oh, she just, uh, yeah. Because she, she was bigger than everybody else. Yeah. Mm. Um. So, 
we were talking about this this past week, but it was funny, so we had to bring it up again. Uh, Pastor Mike Todd? Yeah. That name sounds familiar. He's a young pastor in Oklahoma, Tulsa. So last week, everybody was in the uproar um, because he was um, teaching a sermon and he took from a sermon where our scripture where Jesus spits in his hand and I don't know if he spits in his hand or he spits on a guy and like to cure his blindness or something like that. And, See, um, I've never seen nothing where it says he spit in somebody's eye or spit on him. I, I didn't see that when I read the Bible, but maybe it was somewhere I missed or something. Well, he was teaching off of that. and He, he healed he, the blind, I know that. Healed the blind, but the way he did it, they said he spit in his hand and, <laughs> and wiped the face. But it's like, um, he just took that too far. But also, you know, it brought up a good conversation with, that I thought should be talked about where we need to admit that a lot of these stories in the Bible are very outdated, very racist, very sexist, very just not with the times. And people don't really want to talk about that, but it is what it is. And also, we're saying, well, I was saying, what if like, because these stories, you know how like a story when it keeps, when it keeps getting passed down to people, it becomes way more wild every time it gets passed down. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what if, what if God, like, what if Jesus was really just like, licked his, licked his thumb like your mom used to do and just wiped the guy's <laughs> eye. And they were like, oh, he cured him, he cured him. And all he did was wipe his eye with the, with the little saliva, licked his tongue. Let me get that eye booger for you. Yeah. You know what? It's so funny too, because after we talked about that, um, I think it was yesterday morning, Mike had like some um, toothpaste on his face. Hmm. And I was like, you got something on your face and he could, and trying to get it off, but it wouldn't come off. So I, I licked my thumb <laughs> and went after him. He was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> he, <laughs> he moved his face and no, I don't know. Just tell me where it is. <laughs> I said, I started laughing at him. Because I said, we were just talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, that is so funny. Or even like the water to wine thing. Like, what if they just had a little get-together back then? They're talking about who had turned water into wine. What if they just had some some water there? He had a little satchel or something and just had some wine in there. It was passing around. <laughs> well, you know... Here's the thing with the Bible. They are, they're, the Old Testament is really, I mean, there's so much killing and war going on in the Old Testament that um, you can't really live your life by it. It's just good to know what happened. Mm-hmm. And you're really supposed to pattern your life off of the um, New Testament, as far as I feel. But it's just the principles. It's not necessarily like how they lived. You know what I'm saying? Like your wife being totally submissive. Mm-hmm. And and even in the Bible, it doesn't say she has to be to- totally submissive. It says basically 
you're supposed to be submissive to each other. But the New Testament it says that? Yeah. You submit to your husband as 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 the wives submit to wives submit to the husbands and husbands submit to the wives. You're but the husband is the leader of the house. Still, I mean I think you just need I, to everybody needs to you gotta sub, be submissive in general, like with being with somebody. Well that's you what gotta, I'm saying. And you got to love your neighbor as you want to be loved. You treat people the way you want to be treated. It's the same concepts. This is what I'm saying. The principles are the same, but times are different. Yeah. So maybe the way you apply some things might be a little different. But to me, but yeah, but that is true about stories you tell people in the family, you know. Each each generation tells it differently. Yeah, but also <laughs> so, like with with the with the Bible, what about the? Isn't there um, something in there about slaves should obey their master? Yes. See, I yeah. that just that single one with that that one thing is one of the biggest reasons why. I probably could never become a Christian. See, and because back in those times, I guess there's there were slaves. So I suppose you know, and then that that kind of makes me question the writings too. It makes me question the writings too, and I and I wonder about that because I'm like, okay, was this book just written for slaves? I, that's what I feel. I feel like that book was was. I don't know if it's necessarily written just for that, but I feel like it was used definitely. Well, it definitely for sure was used to control slaves and black like black people in general, in in this country. It was used to control us and used to make us bow down well, to that book. Still, that changed. Christians changed. They didn't. They didn't. I mean, how they controlled people was through fear. Yeah, but fear and intimidation. But the the book was a part of that fear. Well, probably because you they, I, I, when you te- you strip when you strip a when you strip people of what they already have. And then you treat, treat, tell them that God, you know, you keep preaching this in their head that God or Jesus wants you to obey your master and things like that. And you keep pushing it that then you get people that, you know, think that God is. You know, the funny thing is, is I've always read that in the Bible, but I never hear preachers preach on it. Stupid. Yeah, they're not going to. they'll, They'll ignore certain parts. I'm just saying, I'm not saying, believe in what you want to believe in, but I'm saying, I think, like, a lot of... You have questions, I mean, and that's natural. I have questions, I'm still, even if you answer them, they're probably still not going to be good enough, because I just feel what I feel, and I don't know if they'll ever, that'll ever change. I don't know. But, um... I'm just saying that 
it's time to, it's time to admit my, that that book is out of is like, um, But you have white Christians, lots of them, that use the Bible as their word, too. Yeah, because so it's great for them. I, can't, I just can't see it being a, an intimidation thing for black people. I just don't see that. But That's because they're Christians different than our Christians. I just, they, I don't know. Well, I don't, I can't. That's white and black Christians. A lot of them are hypocrites and they don't live by the no, word they're that, supposed yeah. to live by. Yeah, that too. That's another. And they don't, they ain't loving their neighbors. I'm just not, <laughs> I don't think I could ever be, in my heart, I can never, I just couldn't never get into religion. And I think a lot of us feel like this. A, a lot of people my age and younger. Yeah, I know. Y'all youngins. With religion, it's just... A lot of it's not making... It doesn't add up. And then when we have questions about it, either it's met with hostility or nobody can really give us a good answer and they're not willing to admit that maybe this needs to change up or maybe something's wrong here. So... And then for me personally, I felt like... And I'm not saying I don't believe in God. I believe in a higher being, but I think a lot of stuff moves off of not a religion. It's how you treat people and the energy you put out and your own personal, like religion or not religion, your own personal faith in a higher being or a higher God. That's how I feel. Because when I start living like that, I feel like things opened up way more, like with my mind, my happiness. I feel like it just, when I was trying to search for religion, I was just completely lost and felt judged. But when I, mm. when I was like, I'm done with this, trying to find a religion thing, and I'm going to have my own type of relationship with God where I talk to God and I give out good energy and I, I just move off of that, I feel like my life's changed a lot. Well, that's good. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But I just... I think... Because it's all about God anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You're supposed to be. But they put it on to Jesus. Well, Jesus is the Son of God. And was put there to atone for our sins. All that killing and adultery and... That's another thing that never added up to me either. I'm like, what? How do I got? How do? Why am I suffering from what them heathens did back then? <laughs> I know. <laughs> how am I the one suffering from that? What they did? Well, you know, that's you know, that's a question I think a lot of black people ask. Is you know if you know if I'm doing good, I'm a Christian person. Why do black people have to suffer? Yeah. But um. It's what man did to people, not what God. You know what I mean? Well, that's man that that did all is doing all that dirt. They like, just as evil as they want to be. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, I think everyone has their beliefs and they have a right to it. That's how I feel. Yeah. I think more people need to think that way. 
Because I, I mean, I'm like, not here to judge no dang on body. Yeah, I don't, I don't really care if you're Christian or whatever you are. I that's just how I feel about religion. But if you, mm. if a religion makes you a better person or if it, like, makes you feel whole in your life, do it. Just don't judge people. Well, who don't. yeah, but you know, here's my thing. Yeah, do it, but don't be sitting up there being a hypocrite. Like, yeah, don't get on your high at horse. At least make an effort to do good with your life. Yeah. Don't get on your high horse and look down right. on people. Act like right. you're better than everything, everybody else. So, I was hearing on the news that California is considering... Um, California is considering making it legal for teenagers to get the vaccine without their parents' consent. Yeah, there's going to be some uproar. Okay, so I, you know, I heard it on the news, just a blurb of it, but I haven't seen nothing else about it. But I guess they were considering it. I don't think they passed the law that that that's going to happen because they got to think about it. They can get sued in so many ways for giving a kid a shot. And if something happens to that kid, even if something don't happen, I imagine they could, um, they could still probably sue. And I bet a lot of parents will, especially those that don't want their kids vaccinated. Yeah. I see that. I don't know if that'd be a good idea. Yeah, they probably aren't going to do it because of all the backlash they'll get. I didn't. I don't know where this was, but I've seen at a they had a school board meeting where they put a, a mask mandate back up, and this this lady, white lady, gets up at the school board meeting and says, "My kid is not going to wear a mask, and if you try to make her wear a mask on Monday, I'll be bringing all my guns." And I'm like. That's a threat. She should be arrested. And she just walked off, and I'm like, mm-hmm. boy, to be a white woman in this country, you, you just make them empty threats like that? Yeah, yeah. You make that threat to somebody on the street, you end up with a bullet in your See, hand. here's the thing. They don't, they don't look as, they don't look at white people as being a threat, intimidating or violent mm-hmm. or hostile or, or dangerous. They don't look at them that way. Which is the most stupidest thing ever because you shouldn't even look at people that way in general. You should you should judge a person. You shouldn't even judge a person, but you you know you know you deal with a person based on their character and stuff. And it's like that woman could be PMSing and go home and get her gun and shoot everybody up because you don't think she's dangerous because she's white. Oh, she's just making an empty threat, you know? Yeah. Mm. I don't, I think, crazy mofos that go home and get the gun and shoot everybody up. Yeah, just self-consciously people won't look at it, at, at her as a threat. They need to mm-hmm. look more. Like, you need to take it serious. Like, that's a threat. You need to go to jail. Mm-hmm. It is a terroristic threat. There's crazy folks with these guns and stuff. I don't know. I just, I keep going back and forth on getting one. I think you should, but that's just me for protection. I want to. I got to put that on hold right now. I was going to, but I got to put it on hold because I need to pay for some stuff. 
Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's another thing. All that stuff costs money. Yeah. Well, you got any last, uh, or any words of wisdom to finish it out? I don't know. I don't have any words of wisdom tonight. I guess I'm a little, oh, a little tired though. My husband cooked me some oxtails, so now I'm all sleepy. Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> and my oxtails was bomb too, Marie. <laughs> they was good. They were like butter melting in my mouth. Good ass oxtails. <laughs> I'll end it on, um, if you're going to, I'll go back to the support. If you're going to support somebody, really support them. Don't, like, when, you, when you're when you working hard to try to get a business off the ground, nothing's worse than somebody asking you for a discount right off the bat or complaining about your prices constantly. Now, if you're putting crap out there, that's a different story. But, like, when you work hard, you really craft and, and create something and somebody's just complains about your prices, it's the most annoying thing in the world. Yeah, if you don't like it, just shut your mouth. Yeah, it. yeah, exactly. You know? And not only that, black people have it so hard when they're starting businesses because they don't have the the um, networks and the, and the connections that a lot of white people have when they start a business. Yeah. So they're paying twice as much for their products and everything. So they got to charge twice as much. Yeah. So if you support them enough, maybe they'll be able to buy in bulk and get cheaper prices. I mean, come on. I say just just support. Like if you want to support, support, and don't complain about it. Right. That's all I got. All right. All right. We'll talk to everybody next week.